Hello, and welcome to the podcast version of COS Live. You can watch the original live broadcast on Convention of States Rumble, YouTube, Facebook, and X. And now, here's COS Live. Thank you, Madam Chair. Uh, good morning, ladies and gentlemen of the committee. Uh, what we have before us uh, is in this resolution is what's uh, officially called an application for a Convention of States uh, this this resolution must be just to kind of give you some background information. This application must be passed by a minimum of 33 states in order for uh, a convention to be called. Once 33 states have applied for a convention, Congress must call a convention. Right now, uh, Congress uh, has applications of a very various nature. Uh, they are not similar. This application is the same application, or at least similar in application, uh, to uh, around 23 other states who have applied for a constitutional convention. This application would fo focus on budget, budgetary items, uh, returning powers to the state, and term limits. Those are the only three topics that could be discussed in a convention that's called with this application uh, for a convention of states. Once that convention is called and convenes, the delegates that are assigned to that convention would then vote on proposed constitutional amendments that could, if passed out of that convention, then go back to the states where 38 states must ratify those constitutional amendments, uh, proposed constitutional amendments, in order for them to become a constitutional amendment to our Constitution. That's important because there's so many people out there today that are saying, well, it could be a runaway convention or that it could be disaster, that they will, they will cancel our current constitution and replace it. Uh, there's nothing further from the truth that just simply cannot happen. This convention is not omnipotent and have all control over everything. They must still abide by our constitutional laws and, and the way that our constitution is laid out. They simply cannot cancel the constitution that's not in the constitution they must abide within the framework of our constitution and so uh this is a this is a reasonable approach it has uh the the, the things that are wrong with our federal government i think every one of us in here today would say that our federal government is out of control 33 for 34 trillion dollars worth of out of control today as of today my friend representative lundgren uh, reminds me often that's a hundred thousand dollars per person of debt hundred thousand dollars per person of debt it is time for a constitutional convention to correct our federal government it is in the constitution another thing that i've heard is that our, our constitution is perfect so why should we mess with it this provision is in the constitution as a measure to rein in an out of control federal government and that's exactly what we have today that is exactly what the article 5 convention process was put into the constitution to help with when the states find and feel that the federal government is out of control madam chair i'd be happy to answer any questions are there any questions for representative wills representative zabner thank you uh madam chair thank you representative wills this was an illuminating subcommittee yesterday in the morning uh, we had a few of the over 660,000 Iowans who rely on Social Security come out and explain those benefits they've earned, how important they are. Uh, you know, a balanced budget amendment to the Constitution would really call into question the ability of Social Security to keep paying out those benefits 
which is really concerning for seniors in Iowa. We also heard from a wide variety of people on the political spectrum, close to 20 Iowans uh, who are opposed to this convention of states for various reasons. One of two people who spoke in favor was a former U.S. senator from Pennsylvania. And one of the ideas he proposed that we could do at a convention of states was take away the right of Iowans to elect U.S. senators and give that right to the 150 people in this building. Uh, those types of ideas are pretty scary to me. For that reason, I recommend a no. I believe in our democracy. Thank you. Thank you, Representative. Are there any other questions for Representative Wills? Double checking. All right, Chair recognizes Representative Wills for closing comments. Thank you, Madam Chair. As I said in my opening comments, 38 states must ratify any constitutional amendment that comes out of out of the convention as proposed. Uh, there is no way in the world 38 states would ratify a proposed amendment that does away with Social Security. That's just that's fake news, uh, for for lack of a better word. That is totally uh, a scare tactic uh, from some to get us to say, oh, we can't pass this because you're going to take away Social Security. We did have some people here yesterday that opposed uh, this process, and quite frankly, many of them are scared. Uh, there's fear tactics on both sides of the aisle uh, attacking this proposal, and the people that were here are they're, they're, they're touting the fear uh, that is being spread about this is going to be a runaway convention, that this is going to be uh, it's all going to be positive, uh, negative and nothing good can come of this, that we're going to do away with the Constitution by simply having a con convention of the states. It's a fear process. It's a fear tactic. As far as the 17th Amendment, there's nothing in this proposal that would uh, allow for us to, at least in my mind, that would allow us to reverse the 17th Amendment, which is what uh, allows the states to have popular elections for senators. And so uh, with that, Madam Chair, I'll just move the resolution. With that, Representative Wills moves. House Joint Resolution 7. Clerk will take roll, please. Representative Bloomingdale. Aye. Representative Harris. Aye. Representative Nielsen. No. Representative Baith. Representative Bergen. Representative Bossman. Representative Collins. Representative Cooling. Representative Dunwell. Representative Jurdy. Representative Golding. Representative Johnson. Representative Kaufman. Representative Lundgren. Representative Matson, Representative Sexton, Representative Seagrest, Representative Srinivas, Representative Steckman, Representative Wills, Representative Wolf, Representative Young, Representative Zabner, Representative Bergen. Representative Golding. Twelve yes, eleven no. With a vote of twelve to eleven, House Joint Resolution Seven will go to the House floor. All right, everyone. I'm Rita Peters, Senior Vice President for Legislative Affairs with Convention of States Action, bringing you this special edition of COS Live. You have been watching 
a live meeting of the Iowa House State Government Committee in consideration of our Article 5 Convention of States legislation, HJR 7. The vote was 12 to 11. So by the skin of our teeth, we have made it through that full committee in the Iowa House. And now the next step is for our resolution to be calendared for a floor vote in the Iowa House. It's really exciting. We just passed out of subcommittee yesterday by a two to one vote, and we're surprised that they moved it up for consideration by the full committee today, and super excited to hear that vote come out to be 12 to 11. Producer G, I understand we have Regional Director Catherine Zamanik standing by. So, Catherine, good morning. Yay! What is your reaction? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> well, and I've got some, I have some cheerleaders behind me here because I'm with a few other RDs. So. Let's hear the cheerleaders. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're, they're screaming over here. They're super excited. Uh, just really, really happy. I think the chair of the committee, um, be, her being on board was very, very helpful, although it was close. Uh, you know, it, we got over to uh, 12 to, to 11. We'll take it, right? Yeah. Well, I loved seeing that. And I know in Iowa, the House is a little bit tougher for us this year than the Senate. Um, we are in a little bit better shape as far as votes in the Senate. So it's really exciting. And for me, it was unexpected to see it move in the House before the Senate. So now we just need um, the Iowa Senate to take this up. And of course, we'll still be waiting to get the Iowa House floor vote calendared. Um, Catherine, did anything surprise you about the committee hearing today? Well, not really. You know, I think Rep. Wills does a great job. We got to maybe correct him on the 33. I heard him slip off a little on that. And, and, you know, it's easy to forget those things, right? So uh, we'll forgive him for that. But um, he's just such a great champion of ours. He's been working this so incredibly hard. And, you know, he was at our our, our simulated convention uh, that the foundation did. He became more and more fired up after he left that simulation to get home and work with his colleagues to get this done. So I, I think that uh, Rep. Wills is going to get this done in the House. Absolutely. Representative Wills, we are grateful for your leadership. Thank you for that. And the only thing that surprised me, Catherine, was we did have Michael Ferris on hand for this committee hearing. Now, we knew going in, they don't take public testimony before the full committee. That's what they did yesterday in the subcommittee. But they do allow experts to answer questions. So we did have Michael Ferris there to give expert testimony but there weren't any questions. So maybe we've just done a good enough job already answering questions. Um, I know Mike Ferris will be meeting with legislators since he's already there. So that trip of his will not go to waste. Um, we also did hear the subcommittee member from yesterday, the one who voted against our resolution, spoke out in opposition today. I heard him embellish a little bit when he said that there were multiple 
people yesterday who were worried about losing social security, um, which I really haven't heard anyone talking about eliminating social security. And I only saw one witness yesterday who even mentioned that. So that was interesting. What did you think of um, his opposition today? I kind of was laughing when he said he feared that this body, you know, would would elect senators. It, obviously, he doesn't know the history of our, our founding and how the founding fathers decided that senators should be elected. So, um you know, maybe he needs a little history lesson. <laughs> maybe uh, he just truly believes that uh, we really need a, a democracy here when we have a representative republic. I don't know. But yeah, it, it kind of makes me laugh when I hear that coming from uh, legislators. So yeah. It, and you would think they would love to have that authority, right? I mean, it, we want the power to be back with them. That's what this is all about, federalism. So uh, I'm really surprised when when state legislators fight back on this because they don't want the authority to do things. Yeah, he was off on a few things, but it was not surprising to hear the fear that, of course, was the motivation behind his opposition. That's a very common theme among opponents of Convention of States. Well, Catherine, we are going to sign off now. Do you have any final comments? And maybe you can let viewers who may be in Iowa, let them know what they can do if they want to get involved and help get this over the finish line there. Absolutely. Thanks, Rita, for that opportunity. So if you are in Iowa, please, please email, call your House representative, let them know that you support HJR 7. Also, it's not too early to call your senator. So uh, let, let both of your legislators know that you're a supporter of this, and it's time for Iowa to join the list of states calling for a convention. Thank you so much for joining us. Catherine, and to those of you who are coming into our broadcast late, we just watched as the Iowa House State Government Committee voted to advance our Convention of States application in the Iowa House by a vote of 12 to 11. Next stop for Iowa will be a House floor vote, so stay tuned and We'll certainly keep you posted when we get news about that vote. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Have a great day. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for listening to today's program. For information, please visit www.conventionofstates.com forward slash pod. That's www.conventionofstates.com forward slash pod.